folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about something really important that you can ensure that you do to dramatically increase your odds of success in B2B SaaS. And that key is to make sure that you are regularly using your own product. Now, this might seem intuitive, but you'd be surprised how easy it is to fall into the trap of not using your own product. Number one, if you're not building a solution to your own problem, chances are you're not gonna have really a natural rhythm in your routine that just calls for you to use your product. As opposed to if you were building a solution to a problem that you experience. If you have this problem, chances are you need the solution. If you need the solution, then you're gonna use it on a regular basis. If you're not, then there is a problem with that product. Now, reason why I mention this, this is fresh for me. The latest marketing automation tool, which dabbles in video that I built, something that I haven't been using. And I've been having some conversion problems. And I really took a step back and thought about, well, one of the problems is that I'm hearing about things that I'm not intimately familiar with about my own product. That was a big problem, I realized. So now I'm going to rework my routine to make sure that I'm regularly using the product. I did that with my podcast show notes tool, which I launched earlier this year. Now I'm using that on a regular basis. Because I'm using that on a regular basis, I'm intimately familiar with it, as well as the quality it can produce, the user experience is typically generating so much that I've learned just because I'm now regularly using that product. Same applies for the products you wanna build. If you're not in this situation at the moment, or worse yet, if you've built a solution to a problem you don't have, you may not really be able to easily work into your routine using the product itself. So you're going to have to kind of force yourself to do so. But the problem there is you may not have the context for what you're expecting because you may not be in the target market in terms of quality. So all that means is it just makes your job that much harder and you have to work much more so in order to get that data and keep it top of mind for you because it's really, really influential when it comes to trying to design and build a great B2B SaaS product. So if you aren't using your product on a regular basis, I encourage you to start doing so or figure out what you need to do to change up your routine to make sure that you are. Now, the equivalent here, and I've had a couple of these experiences in my life, is if you are building a B2B SaaS product and you're not using it, that's like a cook at a kitchen or a fancy restaurant who prepares all the food but never eats it, right? How do you know whether or not it's any good? I mean, you might be the person in charge for preparing it, but if you haven't tried it or sampled it, then you really don't know, do you? And I had one of these experiences when I was at a restaurant a million years ago, and I still remember it vividly. It left quite the impression where I was out to dinner with someone, we ordered our meals. I wasn't overly impressed by what it was that I had ordered, and as such, I didn't eat a whole lot of it. I think it was an appetizer. It wasn't even a main dish, but we basically sent it back. Um, just largely uneaten. I'm one that doesn't often give a lot of, I guess, negative or constructive feedback in terms of food for various reasons. But anyway, the dish went back largely uneaten. So the um, waiter that took the dish back didn't really say anything. But shortly thereafter, one of the managers came out and apologized. And I, I, at the time, I honestly didn't even know why. But he went into greater detail and he said, 
I forced the chef to try to eat what was left of that dish. And I told him to eat it and he really couldn't choke it down. So that's how we knew that the product was bad. We're going to remove it from your bill and we apologize. That really resonated with me and kind of proves this point, right? Like you should always be trying and sampling your own product and you should probably be holding it to the highest standard, right? Because that way you're likely to impress others with its experience. And if there's a problem with that, the first person that should know should always be you whenever possible, right? You might get some symptoms from some other folks, but if you're regularly and routinely using it, it's going to make so many things so much easier. Put your mind at ease in terms of its experience, the quality that it's able to produce, whether or not you're having any issues with it, right? Have you seen any kind of deterioration in performance? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but you really won't know unless you've been using it. So if you haven't been using it, you might feel greater anxiety or worry that, I don't, that like, that's not going on with our product. I, we haven't heard about any of those issues, have we? And then you're with your team, you're just like creating this dialogue and everybody's acting like the product isn't right there and you can't just go into it and try it yourself just like the dish that was sent back at the restaurant. So long story short here, if you are regularly using your product and building it into your routine, then you have a huge advantage on most people building B2B SaaS products that are not using them themselves. And the bonus point here, if you want a real accelerator progress, is make sure that the product itself solves a problem of your own. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.